Before I start us off on our regularly scheduled podcast, episode four of season two of Baker's Wife, uh, there were things that I sort of wanted to say, and we touch on them in the actual podcast, but I felt like before the show, I sort of wanted to uh, talk about it. Uh, Last week, Dvir Sorek, a 19-year-old boy, was killed outside of Efrat on the way up to Migdal Oz on a pathway that you can see from the bakery less than half a kilometer away. And it feels, because we're a part of the landscape and the tapestry of Gush Etzion and Efrat, that it was something that I wanted to acknowledge and that I wanted to feel sad about and talk about the tragedy. Uh, Devere's grandparents are great customers of ours. They come in often. Uh, They are Holocaust survivors. His grandmother, Esther, gave me her book. She'd written a book, and she gave me her book to read about her experiences in the Shoah, and I read it, and we talked about it, and every time she comes in, it's with them. You know, she's proud of me. She gives me a hug. She gives me um, time and attention, and she's really one of the bonuses and benefits of running a business in a small community, which is getting to know the people. So before I launch this week's episode on how wonderful the gush is, which it is, and how wonderful Efrat is, which it certainly is. I really wanted to acknowledge the tragedy that happened to our community, to the world, and to the family. So without further ado, I guess here is episode four. Today I am sitting in my Beit Cafe because it's August, and ironically, um, August in Efrat is very quiet, but I'm here with Moshe Bruce, who runs the tourism in Gush Etzion, and he's going to tell us why it's not really quiet at all. Well, good morning, Dvora. Good morning to everyone. Well, actually, it's a bit empty right now, but it's amazing. Uh, the smell of the cakes and the bread and the crackers <laughs> is driving me crazy. I'm just thinking about which bag I'm going to buy when I go out. Well, thank God uh, August is being a very good time, very successful in the tourism sites of Gush Etzion. In the last, uh, I can say, 24 hours, I spoke with mo- most of the tourism sites and thank uh, God all of them have full of people that are coming especially to Gush Etzion and enjoying the sites, the great weather we have here it's in the middle of weather. August and outside at night you need a sweater. It's true. Something you won't see nowhere. The beautiful view and uh, we're just 15 minutes from Jerusalem, one hour from Tel Aviv. Crazy. So I think, look, David and I have a very, very warm place in our heart for Gush Etzion for a couple of reasons. One, we got married and moved right to Alon Shvut. We've been there the whole time. All of our kids were born here. Our kids go to school in Alon Shvut, in, um, in Efrat. And our first bakery was in, um, was in Rosh Tzurim. And so we've been with, dealing with you, working with you for close to five years. Can you believe it's that long? Five years. You this opened... is the start of our fifth year. So four years, but yeah. When I, when I think about Fat Bemelach, I think about Gush Etzion. That's the uh, first of all. So for us, it was like, I think that, I guess for me, like there's always a feeling of being like new Olim, and you're trying to find your place, and you're trying to find your space. And suddenly, when we opened in Rosh Tzurim, that's like a, this small, gorgeous kibbutz, it really felt like we were part of Gush Etzion, and then it really sort of gave us this entry into what Tayyarut of Gush Etzion is. I think it's even much more than that. In the beginning, when you opened, when you were Olim Chadashim, as you said, you used to work in a mostly with people that come from overseas and you didn't know how to work and how to talk with the Israeli people, people in a house and all over Israel. It's amazing seeing that a lot of groups and families from all over Israel come to you and you did the change that you're not any Olim anymore. 
but you know how to give products to everyone. And how you said before, you delivered to 50 uh, shops out of uh, Gush Etzion. So I think that that's true. I mean, I do agree that when we started, our business model was very, very small. Meaning we were going to run workshops for people who came from North America, from Australia, from Europe. And then I think part of the conversation happened with you, where you sort of pointed out that, like, we have this whole world of tourism within Israel itself, and we just needed to open ourselves up to that. I rem yeah, I remember I brought you, I can say, let's say, about 100 workers from the tourism department. That's of the, true. That came, and when uh, I was telling you, look how they will enjoy it, because the people that come from overseas, they come four times a year, something like that, more or less, in four uh, yep. chapters, and the business works all the year. And it's, I think it's great, and I think the most beautiful thing is the story. When David says it, it's not just when they make the bread, it's all the environment around, when they go out and see the lookout point, and I'm very happy to see how you success, and uh, you opened the... Big, big uh, factory in the flat with the So restaurant. it's a little bit um, competition because there's Gush Etzion and then yeah. there's a frat. I'm the head of tourism of Gush Etzion. But you're still sitting in a frat yeah, with well, me. That's very nice as of you. We, <laughs> as we said before, we have a warm... Uh, and uh, unfortunately, a flat don't have yet someone that's... Um, Taking, the, uh, trying to run the tourism, but wh whatever I can Look, do. Look, I think help. in the in the tourist world, they're thought of hand in hand. Meaning, yeah. I don't know that people see the separation, but I would say, like, how many tourist spots do you have? Because I know that today in the past four years, we've gotten a lot of phone calls for people who are starting their own workshops or are starting their own experiences. If I come to the Gush, can I build a full day here now? Well, it, ten years ago, the question will be good, but unfortunately, uh, not unfortunately. Thank God. Today you can ask me if we can have three full days in Gush Etzion and not only quality of the Merach, that's for sure. We take 30 people at a time, so yeah. we'll just have to figure it out. And as we spoke before, you told me up till Sukkot, you all... We are fully booked. That's, we are fully booked. Amazing. What day is today? August 14th. I am fully booked till the last day of August. And then again through Sukkot, we are fully that, booked. That's incredible. Think about it. That someone comes to Gush Etzion and if he wants to open a tourism site, he must be crazy. Especially with all the history of the place and the, as you said now about... Now you sound you know, like my parents, meaning... <laughs> yeah. When we started yeah. telling our parents, my, my parents, David's mom, what we were doing, they were like, you know when you tell like a kindergarten kid who comes home with an ugly piece of art, like, well, that's beautiful, sweetheart, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's literally how it feels. But the only way to success in Gush Etzion is being, and I, I don't know if that's the right word, but crazy a bit. Someone that loves the place, he knows what's special about it, and then, and he will only, that person will build success here. Well, I think that one of the things that it did for, for me and David is that when we started running the workshop, and David runs the workshops, but there's this very strong sense of connection to Gush Etzion. As you're teaching about Gush Etzion, as people are coming to Gush Etzion, you feel like you're a brand ambassador. So we thought we were going to be, you know, pushing bread and selling bread. And really, there's a part, a very, very deep part of what we do that's really very strongly connected to the Gush. When I work here five and a half years, and up to a year, I can say in the last year I came to live in the front, but before I lived in Jerusalem. But my big daughter, when she was in kindergarten, and she needed to do a, a project on a place she did on the Lone Oak. Yeah, that's it. That, 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 that's for sure. There's something, it's a special glue that makes you not just live here or have your business, but makes you a, a special connect to the place. And we were talking before that people come, how many people come. So something very nice is about all the sites here. They all work together. 
And they, yeah. they, there is a competition, but the understanding is when people come, they come to, they go to everywhere. Or if someone else will success, it means the next time you will be. Look, we felt very strongly from the start that obviously I'm very, I would very be very happy if we continue to succeed and everything goes well. But part of it is the more competition there is, the more everybody ups their game. So we were thrilled when more and more tourism happened because you become more and more relevant. Look, very often when we're filled, we're so happy to push people to exactly. different different experiences when it that rains, are there. It rains on everyone. Yeah. And, and it makes people know that Gush Etzion is a place for tourism. As you can know, usually people go in the summer to the Golan. Because there's a lot of places to sleep. Now it's also changing towards Gush Etzion. As you spoke before, we have here what to do for two or three days. The next stage is developing up a hotel. Wow. You heard it here first, everybody. Really. I mean, there is something that's exciting about that. The idea that, look, we're so close to Yerushalayim that it feels like a 20-minute drive. But you're right. That is the natural progression to say. We can say a a lot more than that. When you go up north to have a vacation, and I'm going in the last, the next, the last week of August, if you want to go to eat after you did kayaking, you drive between 25 to 45 minutes between a site to a site. So but, you're saying Papa Mel should open in the Golan? That's so. the next stage, but <laughs> wait up till I, someone else will uh, replace me. No, but think about it. If you come to Pad Melach and you want to go to the forest site in Gush Etzion, how long do you drive? Ten minutes. I, I think it's a six minute drive. I think make you know, you know that if if we go to, to Herodian, fourteen minutes. Think about it. When you come here, you have a day that's full of um, quality time with family in great places, and not standing in the traffic, spending money on petrol. And then, uh, are your parents British? Australian. Really, petrol just put you out there because we call it gas. Wait, oh, I know that this is a podcast and we shouldn't, but you know that my daughter is doing Shiru Lumi in Australia Where? next year, in Melbourne. Where's Where? your family Where? from? Melbourne. Where? No. Um, guys, She's right doing now, next year she, in three weeks. My mother's coming back tomorrow after three months. Oh. Um, so, Yael, when you listen to this, Moshe Bruce's mom was just in Melbourne. I think and that's very I'm significant. I'm sure you will be in my family because my family is in Caulfield, in Mizrahi, ah. in Kilzer. So, yes, I have no idea what words those are, but yes, I like that it's a very small word, world, and that that word petrol got us there. Um, yes, I have to say, look, but, for us. And toilet and not bathroom. Um, you know what? Yes, it's true. But Canadians, I wonder what we say. Restroom. I think we say restroom. An American bathroom. Yeah, yeah. An Australian toilet. Toilet. Yeah, terrible. It is terrible. It's very degree. Where are you going? I'm just going to the toilet. used to in the school all the time, so I, I can't forget it. <laughs> But you know, after we spoke about the bathroom and Melbourne and everything, always people ask me, all right, so you work in Gush Etzion, you're the head of the tourism of Gush Etzion, but what's really special about the place? So we were talking before about how close is it to Jerusalem, 15 to 20 minutes, one hour from central of Israel, one hour from the airport, whatever. Second thing we talked about is how all the sites are so close to each other. And when you come here, you really enjoy it from a full day and not a day in the car when the kids are fighting. And, uh, and Look, you're right. Also, interspersed between each place, meaning obviously I'm partial to Papa Malach food because, you know, it's delicious. But there really are, meaning I'll have, we'll have people that'll come for a workshop and they'll be like, I'm sure your food is good, Devorah, but we have a winery. Exactly. Meaning so people will go to the winery or to Hamama or to Greg's or to Rosa, meaning really you're not sitting in the car. You get here and then... 
everything you have, including food options and including, also let me say another, I'm basically doing your job. I'm happy you're here, but let me say another great thing about Gush meaning there are things that you can do a la kef that are just fun to do. Yeah, that was my next Oh, it thing. is? I think and then there are things that are very it's meaningful. It's a combination. That, yes. that, that's the, I think that's the real great thing about Gush When you come here, it's not another day. When you come to Gush you enjoy from heritage. Yeah. You enjoy from... Nature. Meaning, you, you want to say, fun. I would even call out what they are. Meaning, Kfaratzion has a beautiful, beautiful... Yeah. The most um, beautiful visiting center. They have a visitor center, movie. but they also tell the story yeah. of Kfaratzion. Kfaratzion is that alone food, which obviously I'm partial to. Um, a the nice Patriot to, Road. Yes. No, but I want to say Tzomet. I want so, to say, yeah. religiously, there's like a, a great... Exactly. It's a combination. Oh. When you come here, you do fun. You eat good. You go and learn about the history of the place from 48 when the, the independent day or 2,000 years ago when the, our fathers used to go towards Jerusalem and used to go through Gush Etzion by the way of the yeah. Patriot Road where we can see the mileworks and the mikveh. That's what you said. Whatever. <laughs> the mikveh. That's amazing to see how it still it's looks. It's true. Different. Look, I mean, the truth of the matter is, at some point, David and I took the kids to Arie Weinstock, did um, his, um, his jeeping. And I'm like, I've lived here for 20 years, and I got into that jeep, and I saw Lushitzion in a way that I had never experienced it before. It was incredible for me to see, like, just the ins and outs of what's there. My son one summer did um, Kfaratzion hiking camp. Your kids would love it, Jake. Um, they did this hiking camp. Where like every day my kid was was just literally in fields, walking around, experiencing things that I never would have imagined were there. So even for someone that's been here for twenty years, I feel like there's so much that hasn't there's, been there's discovered. There's a sentence in Hebrew, a Yes, we say it about a bread maker's child goes hungry. But yes, a shoemaker's <laughs> child goes barefoot. Yeah, we always so, say when my house has no food, I'm like, listen, I'm really busy making bread for other people. Just eat cereal. <laughs> I think one of one of our goal, goals is bringing people from Gush Etzion and the flood with all the development and all the hundreds of families that came in to come and uh, go to the sites here because first of all, they should know where they live. What's the history of the place? And they should understand it's not another place. And then they can be our ambassadors. Oh, that's the right it's word. True. That, is the, that is the right word. Look, I would shout out Alyssa Harbader here, who works in Efrat, who does amazing things for the Olim when they come. And really gives them a sense of understanding where they're moving into, the history of it, what's happening, and the things that are going on currently. Um, yeah, that actually feels really, really nice. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. So my staff needs to eat, but before they announce, it's nice. Um, but before they do, I want people to be able to find you. So tell me where we can well, find you. First of all, the best thing is to go to the the website of the tourism of Gush Etzion. What's the website name? Uh, Gush Etzion <laughs> <laughs> Tourism. Okay. Um, yeah, and the, the real word it's Etzion Tour. E T Z I O N T O U R. That's so every episode comes with um, show notes, meaning people can listen to it on Facebook or on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, but you can also listen to it on my website, and on the website, I'll have all the links. So we'll link to your website. The website, and definitely the phone number where they can get all the information. Yeah, call Moshe Bruce directly, yeah. meaning obviously. You'll, you'll, uh... <laughs> I, I meant the office, but whatever. <laughs> What's really good about Gush Etzion is the... 
service, so yes. you can also call me, but not in the last week of August when I'm on vacation. Up north, where up there's up. no Patamela. Whatever, we yes. each have our yes. own. Yes. Um, look, you're on Facebook also. Yes. I know that there's a great brochure that goes out, right? Yeah. Isn't there? You have a booklet of everything With all the information on. about all the sites and all the things that are happening in Gush Etzion. How do, how do people get that? You can write my email. Okay. And they send me me, and they straight away get in five minutes old information. And, but before I give the last information, it's also good to know that next Thursday and Friday we're doing a great festival in the winery at Gush Etzion. Yeah. And great opportunity to come with all the kids. And and, and now you need to help me. You did very well. No, yeah, I know. Up to now, did, now. Great. What word are you looking for? Batira Navim. Oh, grape harvest. Yeah. And then ste and stepping on the, the grapes and making a wine and. A, and so you're saying that's August 22nd and 23rd. 23rd in August. Great and great place, great environment, and the kids love it. And we also, because we know August is very expensive for all the families after all the summer schools and whatever, we did a special price up to next Tuesday. So if you're hearing it before, just You will go. be hearing it before. Definitely, I before. hope so. You go now in the, to the website of Tourism of Gush Etzion. Buy a family ticket and enjoy in the most great place, great but weather. And also then obviously come to Papa Mouth for lunch. Be the I, I thought before they come for breakfast oh, and I then see. they start. Maybe breakfast and lunch. Yeah, oh, yeah. And if you had enough of Papa <laughs> Mouth after breakfast, there's much more there's great places. The most important thing you will never regret. Come to Gush Etzion and enjoy from this magic place. Great. I think that's the one. Moshe, thank you so much. This thank was really you. great. Did you have a good time? An amazing time. You'll come back on again, This I will think. be one out of, uh, and every time we'll come with a new story. Yes, there are, there are many. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. As always, if you want to give us a review on iTunes, that's great for us. If not, you can find us on Spotify, on Facebook. Share us around with your friends, and have a great summer day.